Welcome back to Voices of the Valley Flora and Fauna by Soleil and Ramona Gaylord. Today's entry is Birds of Winter. As we cozy up to our morning cup of java or hot chocolate, many of us spot wee chickadees and juncos hopping from branch to branch on sub-zero mornings. How do birds survive the cold weather, especially during very cold times like we have been experiencing in Telluride? I always shiver just looking at those small bare legs grasping a branch. Well, one part of this answer has to be, sadly perhaps, that they sometimes are not able to make it through these times, but I'll get to that later. It is important to know two things as context. First, there are a lot of different kinds of birds, and the adaptations we will mention below are not found in all of them, and probably all of these adaptations are not found in very many species. Secondly, many birds are actually at great risk during cold periods because birds generally live on the edge when it comes to cold weather energetics. It takes lots of energy from food to keep small birds warm on very cold days. Birds are endothermic. This means that they produce their own heat through blood flow in their bodies. But unlike mammals, birds change their body temperature a fair amount so that the amount of heat they need to produce to fly is a little bit flexible. The thing is, temperate and subarctic birds have to survive not only the cold of the winter, but even the chill of a non-winter night. Since they don't store a lot of energy and fat because this is very hard to do for a flying animal, it is quite possible for a bird to run out of heat-producing energy overnight, even when it isn't even winter. That would amount to essentially starving to death. This means that some of the adaptations for surviving the cold apply year-round, depending on the conditions and the species. There are several things birds do and also avoid doing to help them survive the winter. Can you tell us about some of those things, Soleil? Yes. First, they can leave Telluride. Migration is a great strategy to avoid winter. I highly recommend it. Migration is costly, though. A bird must spend a lot of time flying instead of feeding, and a bird is probably more susceptible to predation while flying through the territories of various pred predators and spending time in areas it is not familiar with. Most migratory birds that die during migration probably do it in their first migration. So, migration is one way to handle winter. It is interesting to note that there are birds that live in the Arctic or sub-Arctic that migrate south to regions where it is still winter. Some are the, these are referred to as snowbirds because they show up during the snowy season, kind of like a Telluride local migrating to Mexico over spring break. But what is another strategy that enables birds to withstand the cold? Birds wear down coats. All of their feathers help to keep warm, but especially the downy underfeathers, called of course down, act like tiny little north face down coats. Some birds probably grow extra down during the cold season. There is another interesting aspect of the down. When you are trying to stay warm, water is your enemy. Air makes a good insulator, but water transmits heat, so wet feathers are bad. So, birds have oil-producing glands that allow them to preen a coating of waterproof onto their feathers to avoid the down coats getting wet. What about those bare little legs? How do they manage keeping them warm? Birds have legs and parts of their faces that are exposed but they can sit in a position that covers or partly covers their legs and feet with their down coat. Birds can not only tuck their feet in under their down, but they may also switch which foot is holding them up. Also, as you probably know, bird feet are generally grabbing at the rest, so it takes very little energy to stay attached to a branch. The default is, hang on. 
I have often seen little chickadees put a small leg up into their breast feathers, and Ben was just telling me that he watched a chickadee do that this morning at his feeder. I do know when I see birds doing this and huddling over their legs that they are very uncomfortable from the cold, and they appear to be shivering. Well, they can also hunker down in a protected area with less wind chill causing wind in the canopy of an evergreen or some other place. Gregarious, overwintering birds like chickadees will roost together in little bird lumps to give each other protection and warmth. Also, birds do shiver. That helps them get added heat from circulation and muscle movement. If you look closely at a bird's leg, you can see that birds' feet are covered with scales, like their reptilian ancestors, and they have very little cold-damageable tissue in them. They are mostly bone and sinew. So, like, can you explain an important physiological adaptation that birds have that really helps them keep warm? Yes. Some birds have a special adaptation in the circulatory system of their feet, and maybe elsewhere, whereby blood is circulated between colder out side areas and warmer inner areas more efficiently than might otherwise be the case to avoid frostbite. Warm blood flows down as the cold blood is coming up and the heat is exchanged in the capillaries. This adaptation is called countercurrent exchange and it really helps to preserve the core temperature. Ducks have this and that is how they keep warm in cold water on cold days. What about those crows and stellar jays in the morning? Have you noticed how they seem to wait on the tip of branches for the sun to rise? Yes. Birds may find a place in the sun and soak up a bit of solar energy. This, of course, depends on the wind. It also puts them out there for predators to find them, but it can work. What about food and calories for keeping warm? Birds may eat more or selectively eat higher energy food during the winter. For small birds, this may include storing up food during the warmer season. They are adapted to find, store, and remember where the food is so they can find it quickly. This makes winter foraging super efficient. Birds that are particularly adept at storing seeds are in the corvid family, and in this area, that is, the stellar jay, the gray jay, Clark's nutcrackers, and crows and ravens and those old magpies. Chickadees also do this, and these birds amazingly remember where they have stashed their seeds. Some birds store some fat on their body, but really, that is not a great strategy for birds that fly. One of the most effective strategies for having enough energy from the food to stay warm is to not do highly energetic things during the cold season. I already mentioned the increase in foraging efficiency for birds that store food. Another obvious strategy is to not do energetically costly things during the season, such as defend territories, spend a lot of time singing, don't build or maintain nests, don't produce eggs or have hungry chicks around. This may seem self-evident, but it is actually very important. Indeed, the reproductive success of a pair of birds in a given year may be significantly hampered by late cold weather or forage covering snowstorms in the spring. Is there anything else? Finally, birds use another strategy that also works against the cost of predation and other forms of death. Reproduce more. Most pairs of birds reproduce one or a few offspring that become adults within a year or so. If all of those adult or subadult birds survive and reproduce, we'd be covered in birds in a few decades. But lots of things kill birds, like predators, disease, starvation, and cold. 
So if you have a bird feeder, do know that you are making a difference in the life of a bird. Use a seed mix. You can buy them at Ace or down at Murdoch's and Montrose in our local stores and help our native birds get through a tough winter day. You can make a difference in their life. Stay warm, enjoy your birds, and happy 2015 to all of you. Thank you, KOTO. That's it for Voices of the Valley Flora and Fauna.